Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston sits down for a conversation with a couple of Heartlight's teens. For the past two decades, Heartlight has become the country's premier residential counseling center and boarding school for struggling teens. Founded in 1998 by Mark Gregston and his wife Jan, Heartlight is a program that not only modifies behavior, but one that seeks to offer a unique transformative journey through a relational experience that offers counseling, small group therapy, academics, and activities. We hope you find encouragement as you listen to these stories today. Rachel, thanks for being a part of the program. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You're from California. Um, how did you end up at Heartlight <laughs> in East Texas? Well, it was pretty crazy. Um, I got, the way I came here, I got told I was going to be going like on a family trip because my parents like to pull like random trips and just be like, hey, we're going to go to this area, which normally revolves around the Redwoods in California. <laughs> And so I'm used to getting random trips, and they're like, hey, we're going to go to Texas on this trip. And I'm like, oh, okay, because it was like at the end of Christmas time, so it's like not really. You think they were just scared? Yeah. That's, that you'd run off or something would yeah, happen? Yeah, we had later conversations about this, and they were like, yeah. we were really worried. Like, we didn't yeah. want to tell you, like, tell your friends because we were worried you're going to hurt yourself wow. or you were going to just, like, leave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what was going on that that they would have to... Say, come on, we're going to Texas. Well, I just had a really tough time the past like few years because like mm. I'm struggling with depression, and then I got really bad like last year around like because I just like self harm just because wow. like I got bullied at school and it was a little rough. And I went like from private school with, like those like rude kids, and then now I'm in public school and that's like completely different. Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, so so. I mean, the depression, I mean, have you been able to figure that one out? I mean, not just from bullying, was it? No. I mean, some of it just has to, like, with family because, like, hmm. it's just different stuff. Like, my brother, like, we're not too close, but, like, we're still, like, get along occasionally. Like, we'll have fights, but sometimes that, like, really So you have a pretty me. normal relationship. Oh, yeah. Pretty normal. <laughs> Okay, so 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 you're so you're fighting depression a little bit. Do you think you were already depressed, and then the bullying kind of pushed you over the edge? Or yeah, I mean, I'd always just been like felt like always down, always different. So you still feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Do you fight it? Do you always feel left out, or always feel like you're not a part of something? Or um, yeah, occasionally, like I've learned better, like. From being at Heartlight, like, mm. to better, like, obviously better deal with it, like, not push it around. Like, I pushed off the side and, like, balled it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I've gotten a lot better at it, like, just seeing, like, the positive because I'm, like, really, like, negative. Uh, you're In your <laughs> mind, you're negative? Yeah. About a lot of stuff? Yeah, just, like, focusing, like, I ruminate on, like, just negative things. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'd say that's such a surprise for me. Because yeah. I look at you because you're always smiling, you're always bubbly, you're all, I mean, you're always in this mood that's just, I go, she's just a happy kid. That, I mean, that's, 
If yeah. I said, okay, this is who she is, that's what I would say. So it's kind of interesting that what I see on the outside is not necessarily what's going on in the inside, you think? Yeah, that's another thing too. Like I struggle with not like really showing emotion, like just like having like, in a sense, this like wall. And so... And what's that up there for? That's just like, if I'm happier, like I had this mindset that I was like, if I was happier, if I seemed like I got like everything together, yeah. then people wouldn't ask me as much and I wouldn't have to tell them things. And what would be so fearful about telling them things? Because then I feel like it would just be a burden for them to like get into like what's happening. Why would it be tough to have somebody else carry your burden? I just didn't like have a good like relationship like close with friends at the time and so I was like kind of like I had mm. friends or potential for like being close like that but I didn't yeah. know so I was just like really like not trusting I was like ah do you re did you ever realize or figure out why you didn't have close relationships I didn't really seek people out much but like the friends that I did and like I was close with like at the time like I thought like they were just like doing this out of pity and yeah just just be nice to her because she's, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And then, like, it just happened, like, just to, like, go around that. This just, it kind of blows me away when you're yeah. saying this. I'm just going, I would never pick that up. Yeah. I would never pick it up. So would you be one of those that do something stupid to yourself and everybody be going, what's that about? I mean, did you ever go that direction, feel suicidal or feel like I just don't fit in or I don't belong? Yeah, I really struggle with like trying to fit in, trying to belong. And then I just like focus on like keep trying to like fit in with people. And I realize like you're not always going to fit in, like no one's like going to like you. And so I just like over the years, I was like, hey, find your friend group. You'll be fine. When did you start realizing that that was who you were. I mean, that, that was it like in second grade that you go, I'm not getting along with people or was it third grade or four? When did you start realizing that? Early age, I say probably like second grade too. Like I just had like a friend who left who's my, her name is Suzanne. She's like yeah, yeah. my closest best friend. Yeah, yeah. And then I only hung out with her. So I didn't get relationships with other people. And so, so at where the time, is she now? She's in San Diego. Oh, okay. Yeah. You talk to her or anything? Oh, yeah, I write her. Okay, good, good. Because if not, I was going to say, Suzanne, you got to get on the phone right now and call us <laughs> because she's waiting to hear from you. Well, Call me. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, so, so, I mean, so you're depressed and you start cutting. Why were your parents fearful of saying, we got to go do something? Did they think you would do something stupid? Yeah, they did. Like, I didn't open up to them at anything because mm. I was just like, I didn't want the attention that, like, yeah comes with that and so I was just like really like wow. fearful of that and so I didn't tell them and then a few of my friends noticed it like my arms and so they were like asking me about it and then I opened up and like I'm really glad like I had people like them because yeah. I probably wouldn't have made it. Okay so when you opened up and you, you just made a comment I got to come back to but when you say you opened up what'd you open up about? I just told them like, that, hey, this is what's going on because they noticed like I was really upset. I was just like having a tough time. Yeah. And then I just told them like, hey, this is what's happening. This is why like, this is how I feel. And like, still to this day, like I write them like a lot, and they've been like so supportive.
Well, I mean, and they're carrying part of your burden with you, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a part of relationships? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. So kind of the key with what we do on this program is, is always trying to say, okay, parents, this is what you can learn from this. What could your parents have done different um, while you're going through all this? When you look back and go, you know, and, and it's not, I, I mean, you, you got great parents. You, I mean, they're yeah. good people. You, I mean, it's, but I think everybody looks back and say, what could have been done different? Was there anything that they could have done that would keep you out of that dark hole that you were falling into? Well, they were doing all they could do at the time. Like, yeah. I mean, it was just a matter more of like me actually like, talking to them, opening up, being like, this is what's going on. Like, I need help. Which at the time, like, it took me a while. Like, it took me just a few months to be able to actually admit this. Like, I need help. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that was just hard because you didn't want anybody else to carry your stuff. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, be myself, like, get it, like, do it myself, get it done on my own way instead of having others, like, to lean on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you 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 surprise me in um, in some of your comments because I would never pick that up. I mean, I I'm I am looking at a wholesome, vivacious. Um, you're, you're one of the kids here that I'm always thinking. God, I wish I had more time to spend with her. I wish I had. You know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not the other. And and so I guess the lesson that can be taught to every parent is that. You know, don't always judge a book by its cover, but what you see, because there may be other things going on underneath that are that are probably more important, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you wouldn't have come to Heartlight, where do you think you'd be? That's a good question, because, like, I've thought this, too, like, mm. a lot of times, like, when I have time to, just, like, sit down and think. Yeah. I think probably, like, I would have still, like, I'd still be here today, just, like, I'd be at the worst point, like... Not necessarily like yeah. death point, but like I mean close like than I was, but I think probably I wouldn't like be as happy and understanding. Yeah. Yeah, like Harley, like I don't always like it here, but it's helped so much. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, my hope for you is that when you go back to California, that you can leave a lot of that negative stuff here in Texas. Uh, we'll we'll take care of it here. I mean it's almost <laughs> I go and go back and have a fresh start yeah. and, and embrace those relationships that you have that seem to be pretty dear to you. And so I know your friends are anxious to get you home as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, look, Rachel, thanks for being a part of the program. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Nobody cares more about their teen than moms. But even moms can get discouraged and distracted when watching their teen go through those difficult adolescent years. You can feel alone and helpless, unable to know how to encourage your teen. It can get hard to trust God's goodness in the midst of such hard times. Mark Gregston knows the feeling. That's why he wrote Prayers for My Teen. It's a book of prayers and devotionals to help moms keep their eyes on God and their hearts uplifted, even when your teen is struggling. Prayers for My Teen is a great addition to your purse, bedside, glove compartment, or desk drawer as a simple way of reminding you of God's faithfulness to you and love for your family. Get your copy of Prayers for My Teen at parentingteenresources.org. Anna, thanks for being a part of the program. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, how did you end up at Heartlight? 
Well, a lot of reasons. Yeah. I mean, um, I was like doing drugs. I was drinking. I was sneaking out and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think that had an appeal to you? What was the need for the drugs and drinking? I think just like life itself wasn't like fun enough without like hmm. the drugs and the sneaking out and the drinking. Yeah. And fun like what? Like entertainment. Yeah. So, I mean, no fun? Were you just bored? Yeah, bored. Bored and... And also I would like use it to help deal with emotions. Yeah. Emotions like... Anger, sadness, um, boredom. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so the anger and the sadness, what do you think that was rooted in? I don't know. Um... I've I've had anger since I was a little kid. Yeah. And sadness, I guess, just like anything that went wrong. Yeah. Would you find yourself getting mad at in relationships or like with, just with parents or with teachers? Mostly or with parents and teachers. Anybody in authority? Yeah, anyone in authority. Wow. Wow. And I mean, but you don't know where that came from and stuff? Well, I, I don't know. I've just been angry my whole life. Yeah. Is it because you want something different? Or because you're not getting what you really long for? I'm not getting what I want. And what do you want? Depends. <laughs> like, give me an example. Like, say I am hungry and I want something to eat and someone won't give it to me. Yeah. And so you get pretty mad about yeah. that. Okay, so when you get mad, do you end up spewing at somebody and yelling and screaming? I or? used to, but I've worked on that here and now I don't. So you just learn to control it. Yeah, I can control it now. So you're not damaging relationships. Mm -hmm. Wow. So in relationships, do you want something different in relationships with people? And do you get mad when, when you don't have those kind of relationships? Not really. So how do you, I mean, the anger that comes up, do you just let it build up inside till it explodes or? Well, I express what I have to say, but like in a calm way. Yeah. But if somebody looked underneath, you'd be pretty hot. Yeah. Wow. So when you go back to the drinking and stuff, does drinking just, does it help you forget about those feelings? Yes. It helps block out and makes you numb. And I was just looking for that numb feeling all the time. Yeah. And what happens is when you like, when you do drugs or drink, even like once, then nothing else seems like as good as it was. Yeah before you drink. You know, we had a, a dad that, that had a daughter with us, and he said uh, he's a type A personality. He's always got to have everything lined out perfectly. He was a surgeon, and, um, and he said, my life was so high stress, and he was anxious all the time. He said that when, um, when he went in for his own back surgery and they gave him a shot of Demerol, he says, I was addicted immediately because it was the first time that I felt relief uh, in my life. Yeah, I think, honestly, the first time I drank, I got addicted. You think? Mm -hmm. and, I, and just because it... Just the feeling. Yeah, because you finally got a release from yeah. something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so is there medication for anxiety that you take or is there... Um, yeah, but it doesn't work. And so is there always that drive that you have to, do you think about drinking? I mean, it's impossible not to think about it. When I walk into a store and there's alcohol, that's like, I have to think about it. But like, I can control it now and I can say no. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do when, when you used to use 
you know, alcohol to kind of calm yourself and get you out of thinking. What do you, how do you do that now? Do you go out jogging? Do you, um, um, I guess I just have conversations with people to help relieve that. Hmm. And, um, I like, I make necklaces. Make neck. So you just kind of, that's like one of my coping skills. Well, cool. Cool. So you just kind of put it off on something. It's kind of like the person that sits there and knits and yarns. Yeah, and, I make bracelets too. Like Wow. Wow. And let everybody know, I just saw her bracelets, but you need to know this too. She's also getting her braces off in 13 days. And so, <laughs> I mean, so I know she's excited about that. Yes, very much so. Wow. Wow. Okay. So when you, I mean, because people drink for different reasons and yours wasn't to fit in with a group of people. No, definitely it? not. It was a mental thing. And it wasn't to uh, to to look older. It, no, it was truly a, a self medication. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even like broadcast that I drink. I would sometimes I would even drink alone because like, like I mean, most of the time I would drink with other people, but like yeah. I didn't care if people were there or not as long as I was getting drunk. And that became the focus. That's just what I want. This yeah. is what I'm going to get. Okay. So when did your parents realize that? Okay, we got to do something here. Well, I mean, it's it's been a long time coming. From the time I was like early 14, I was drinking and um mm. they knew, they found out and they would they would punish me, but then I would just go back to it again and over and over again. Yeah. And it just never got better and then I started smoking weed. I started like taking pills and like it just kept progressing and eventually they were like, "Okay, like we're going to have to send her somewhere." Yeah. Do you think it would have continued to progress? Oh, yeah. So where would you be if, if you wanted to come to Heartlight? Where do you think Probably you'd be? Probably dead. Wow. So is that always in the back of your head, that if I go back to drinking and doing that, then then that's where I'm going to end up? I mean, yeah, I almost, I almost died from pills one time. Wow. Wow. And I've like, I mean, I've gotten pretty sick from alcohol before. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, the the million dollar question is always okay. So if you're if you're not dealing, you know, with with some of this anxiety and tension that you feel in your life through alcohol, and you're doing that now, when you go back home, how are you gonna how are you gonna make sure that you don't fall back into the same old same well, old? My plan is, whereas before I didn't have a good support system and mm-hmm. I wasn't hanging out with the right type of people, yeah, yeah. now I'm gonna like go home and like choose the right friends and like have relationships with my parents and like make sure I'm surrounding myself with supportive people. Yeah. Do you feel like you were, that you were just born this way or do you feel like there was something that happened in life that kind of pushed you to create this anxiety? I think I was born with it. Yeah. Well, there's people in my family that, that it's the same thing and they, Take mm-hmm. medication for it, and and, yeah. and I go. It's just an anxiousness. I I also think this culture um, that we all live in is creating more tension. I had a dentist tell me yesterday that he has treated more people for grinding their teeth, which is a result of stress, than he ever has. I mean, he's done it in the last ten years more so than he ever has in the other part of his life. He says it's just a sign of you know, an anxious world. Yeah. And I don't see that it's going to calm down any. I think it's going to get worse. What do you think? I think it's going to get worse too. Yeah. Because people just put all these like standards and stuff yeah. on people. 
Well, I hope you find some good release for all of it. If you could go to a place that was stress-free, where would that be for you? That's a good question. Um, I guess just like, hmm, maybe like at the beach or something like sitting on the sand like next to the ocean. That's like a peaceful place for me. Great answer. That's <laughs> the most peaceful place for me as well. Really? Yeah, it really is. And I and I, I don't know why, but I find that it's just very Yeah, it's peaceful. very relaxing. Yeah, well, cool. Anna, thanks for being a part of the program. I mean, your your, your comments and your insights, they've, they've got me thinking. I know they've got a lot of our listeners thinking as well. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.